hi, welcome to Pull Up A Copper. I'm June and I'm here today with Astronaut. How are you, darling? I'm good. How are you, June? I'm not bad at all. It's just good to see you. I good to see you as well. It's been a while. It has. It has. It was a fabulous session we went to at uh, Civic Theatre. Oh, I know. That was probably like one of the best gigs I've ever done. And it's, it's a continuous thing. And the Curious Monkey and, and all the folk involved in that are just amazing. I love it. Oh, I think the work Curious Monkeys do is, is amazing. Because yeah, I think it's no, a sector of society that's forgotten about. Yeah, I am... Wait, actually, what... Elaborate a little. What is work with children in care and care leavers? Yeah, and I was just, I was just wondering, I was wondering as to what you were going to say on that. But not only is it work with children in care and care leavers, is it's it's work centered around you know being creative. It's not like you know something to do with improving services or being a tokenistic no. young person. It's not, it's, not no. even, it's not even about being in care, you know, it's just about, it's just about all kind of coming together and, and, and feeling that sense of unity. And I've not really seen that in any other sort of... Yeah, that's it. It's a service provider. Things. It provides a service, but it doesn't say, it doesn't like do the, the social work side of it and the, that business side of it. It does the, look, your kids, let's get you enjoying a bit of life and doing some... <sighs> And that's what it should be. That's that's what my kind of hopes are for my eventual youth club that doesn't exist yet, but definitely will one day. Oh, but you're so bloody young. You can project this and you can work on it and do some workshopping. Yeah, I've actually, um, I've, 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 I've led a couple workshops, but... Um, I'm hoping to do a little bit more of that. It's going actually. I ran into ran into this little girl today, um, and I used to work with her at my, my one of my old youth work jobs. And there is no better feeling than like running into a young person who recognises you and is quite excited to have a conversation with you. Youth work is just so reward rewarding. That's it, and I think especially if you've had a youth worker while you've been growing up, that's been an influence on you, and you go, you know, I want to be able to give that to somebody else. Yeah. Or even if you've never had that youth worker, you can be that one you've always wanted to be. Yeah, I think I want to do a bit of both. Like the way I see it is, you know, youth work is, is all the stuff that I grew up doing was pretty great, but there's always room for improvement. So it's, it's like I'm going to I'm going to just build on the same foundations. But rather than, you know, building whatever building we're building, I'm aim for a skyscraper. Oh, God, yeah. So yeah, are you interested in doing maybe some like, is it like sp spoken word workshops? Is, is, yeah, saying, um, is that what you have been leading? I'd, I'd, be, I'd be really, really interested in doing more of them, a bit, a bit more independently. Because I'm 19, a lot of folks see me as, as, as a child and they're like, all right, cool, just you go do this thing, get in the corner and we're not going to pay you because you're a young person. And, you know, it's like, oh, great, let me just earn a living off this experience I'm getting. It's well, yeah, just... well, that, that's how you pay your rent, isn't it? Exactly. Um, it, it is to some degree. I mean, that and, and, and whatever little boring jobs that, that I'm going to be doing. But, you know, music is my real love and passion. And if, you, if it's something you're good at, you should be paid for it. Yeah. I think it's nice sometimes to be able to give something back, but not all the time. You know, especially if you're getting like a load of people of maybe paying in to do a workshop and they're getting in you, you in for nothing. I think that's that's a no go. No, one of my one of my my, my, my youth work places 
that, that I applied to kind of tried that but I was just like listen I've been paid quite a bit in the past few months age doesn't matter at all like if these people can pay me so can you and if you're not gonna then you know catch you later but I'll, I'll you know I'll still do a little voluntary bits on the side and that but I'm not going to commit to something long term and I, th- I think you know as, as a youth worker and as an artist or anyone who's who's you know got some somewhat insecure employment through through working in the creative industries you really do kind of need to know your worth as an artist um, and, and you need to sort of set the bar of what your your like, like the, the your, your minimum really and, and and not waver on that otherwise you're just not gonna you're not gonna be a very happy and fulfilled musician and you're gonna start feeling like you've not accomplished enough well that's it i mean it's fair enough i mean i think it's done across a lot of the art sector when people assume that um if you provide something or if you make something or you're a singer or you're a writer or something's like oh you know can you do this for me and you go well yeah but this is my costs but why? It hasn't cost you anything. And you go, but it's my time, it's my expertise, it's all the time you've spelt, spent honing your skills. Yeah, no, totally. I think, you know, people that don't understand that really just, I don't know, I don't really have much much, much time for, for that. I mean, the way I see it, right, is, is yeah, you can talk about folk not, not being able to, to relate because they're not musicians, but at the end of the day, you know, like, they would still expect like they still have services that they would offer and expect to be paid for it doesn't cost a teacher anything to go and teach but we still pay them you know yeah i mean exactly and you spent that time learning yeah you know your skills and you know as a songwriter as well it's really hard to come up with i mean i'm I'm probably talking bull here but it's really hard to come up with this and construct it i mean i've got a one who writes next to us as well so i know that it doesn't just come easy and i know it takes time and you've got to have learned the principles before you can do it and that shouldn't be taken lightly i agree definitely i think you know it's kind of weird because when i was when i was younger i expected everything for free i just thought you know musicians worked with other musicians and that was it and nobody ever had to pay but actually like if you're someone like like Shogun or Mog or whoever, like you, you, sh- you should be. Sorry, these are really famous Scottish rappers. I'm really into my Scottish rap. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you, you should be able to to, to charge because do it like the, the 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 higher the profile of the person you're working with, the the more that's going to boost whatever it is you're doing. Obviously, so if if, if Shogun was to charge me three hundred pound a verse, I'd be like, I mate, here's four hundred. You know, but if, if <laughs> someone who had never really rapped before was like that's going to be 50 pounds i'd be like i can do better than that no thank you yeah but that's it you're paying for the expertise that somebody else brings when you the the thing i prefer actually more though than being paid for my music though is definitely like not being paid for it but we're all working on music together like I'm, I'm in a few group chats on Facebook and we're all just like constantly talking about music and and you know everyone's just sending things that they've been working on and everyone else is kind of getting on it like I would never I never really charge for anything that that I do unless it's an actual gig because I don't I don't I don't want people to be put off from working with me for that mm. I think like you know the, the best music I've ever made is, is is the music where I haven't looked at paying someone for a verse it's just happened organically and we've, we've actually built some sort of friendship 
Yeah, and I mean, it's that collaboration as well that you work with people that you would probably never have got to work with before. Yeah, um, things just sort of have, have a way of transpiring in the music scene. Like, I ended up getting a beat from this dude in Austria sampled from a TV show that I'm now watching on Netflix, and it was just from going to gigs and being nice to folk, and it's, it's just, it's like a wee sort of community and, and micro and, community yeah yeah but there's like there's like little micro communities in, in different countries and then within that in different cities and then within that in different areas of the city but they can all come together to be like some some something bigger well that's it and you're all coming together through the love of rap is this specifically yeah. rap that you well kind of i mean I just really, really like music and I really, really like gigs, but I rap. I, I do rap and I do spoken word, but I don't really go much further out of that. Although, I do, I just don't like, I don't record it. Like, no one actually knows that I can play guitar and drums and piano and stuff, but like in my bedroom, occasionally I'll pick it up and I'll just kind of like sit and play something and put it down for another four months. But the thing is, that might just spark something else. Yeah, it, it does often actually. Like I'll be playing guitar and I'll like come up, I'll I'll find like some sort of melody that I like and I'll be like, actually wait, this works with this thing and you know this 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 could add to that and it, it could all snowball. Yeah, so guitar just gets put down and go, Thank you, thank you for that. You've done your job. <laughs> thank you for the inspiration. I'm on way to make actual work now. Can I ask you, you've got um, a model something on your wall that what is it I don't even know there's there's something attached on your wall behind you and I'm dead yeah. curious have you ever heard of Rick and Morty yes have you ever seen Rick and Morty not much okay so you should watch Rick and Morty it's really really funny um but do you know the concept yes interdimensional space travel and all that is basically sorry it's just it's just a light but it's also rick's portal gun um so it looks like he's coming through 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 from wherever he is into my bedroom which is pretty cool and when i turn it on it's got like a bunch of different functions oh wow so you can just light it up as well yeah it was only like 15 20 pound online which is cheaper than actual lights tend to be which was pretty cool Oh, see, and now you're adulting. You've got to think about things like you need a little light in your room. I mean, if I reckon Morty light counts as adulting, then I am crushing this. Well, I've got a friend older than you, and they've got, um, you know, like a Pac-Man ghost. Yeah. And it changes colour, and I think it's a Pac-Man ghost, and it changes colour. Yeah. That's amazing. So I want to get one of these dinosaur ones that change colour. Sorry, what were we saying, Jim? And they're an adult. Yeah. So, yeah. Or even as an adult, like, I don't really, you know, like, what what's the, what's the actual definition of an adult? People talk about not being very good at being an adult, but, but an adult is just, you know, it's it's a physical, biological thing. There's there's no, nothing. Is it, is it 18? Is it, is it the age of 18? Is it the age of... Um, the legal age for drinking because if well if it's voting it's different well I mean an adult is just an adulthood is just the stage that comes after you know being a teenager and I guess that is, that is up to each individual person and yeah. country is it, is it like once sort of you finished um, what you would be expected to do at school then 
do you instantly come out of school and become an adult? Or if you but stay school, leave school at like 14. Yeah, so did you be, is that when you became an adult? If, if you came out of school at 18 and went straight into university, do you stay a child? That does not make sense. What is adulthood? I'm gonna I'm gonna write a poem about this. In fact, I'm gonna see what Google has to say. Well, yeah. What is? I mean, my daughter told me that you, she did it by not by adult but by age. She says you know you're old when you drink. No, you know you're old when you enjoy tea. But adulthood is just it, it's not an age. It is. It's got to be a concept. Because I know people that just go, I suck at adulting. And is adulting the things like shopping and paying bills and the general things that we expect? Is it being grown up? Is it what grown ups do? I guess every every person has a different idea of what adulting is. And it's, it's like, it's like, you know. I never thought what is adulting would be as philosophical a question as what is love. Like they're they're both just as as confusing. They're oh, I think for me, adulthood is probably just you know, as a, as, as a trans guy, for for me, I have this this real idea of like what it's like to be a man, and you know, obviously, a man is a type of adult because you're not a boy anymore. You're a man, and that's things like not necessarily being able to build things, but being able to be responsible and being able to admit when you're wrong and you know being able to function adulthood is being able to function in the world by yourself without think, someone looking after you i think that is a biggie yeah it's like being able to say i can do these things and take responsibility if they go wrong yeah, although I guess by that logic, there's 40, 50 year olds <coughs> Boris Johnson that have never really grown up. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, there's lots. And um, I know some some teenagers who are so responsible and have got such mature heads on them that I think some of them were born as adults. Although I think, you know, wisdom and adulthood kind of go hand in hand. And and the more traumatized you are, the more wise you become to to certain things in life and, and certain ways that the world can work. So so that would probably you know add add a few years onto your your adulthood mm. if you're if you've, if if you've gone through a lot. I think you know people that are people that have gone through a lot have a certain maturity and and real um I don't know what, I don't know what the word is a real sort of gratitude. For the the world and the and their life and the way it is and it you know if, if if you've grown up with with everything being handy to you you're you're never gonna know what it's like to for for things to be bad so you'll never appreciate the good and that's how you end up with with, with adults that are never really adults. Yeah, because I suppose it's like I was people say, well, how do you know if you're financially comfortable in that? And I go, well, to me, if um, one of the kids needs a pair of school shoes. And I know that I'll always have enough money in the bank to be able to go and buy them straight away. That to me is comfortable. You know, I don't need to be able to go and book a holiday to the Bahamas when I feel like it. But just to be able to get those essentials like shoes and school uniforms. <coughs> and people coming in the door. Told you they would bark. So it's just those essentials. If as long as I've got like enough funds to be able to not have to 
you know, send them to school with a taped pair of shoes, you know, so that things can be replaced. To me, that, that makes me comfortable. That's probably quite a nice place to be. And you know what, actually, people are probably get quite, you know, the saddest people in the world are those that have their comfortability expectations too high. Like if, if you're, some people don't get as much money as they should. Some people get more money than they should. That's a flaw in the world that we're more than well aware of. Oh, absolutely. But you need to be aware of, you know, kind of what your income is, whether or not, you know, it's right for you, whether or not you're happy with it. It kind of is what it is, and if, if you're on universal credit and and you know your 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 level of comfortability is that you want a Gucci suit and a Hugo Boss watch and all this other des designer stuff, then then you're never going to reach that level of com comfortability and oh, you know absolutely yeah. I think there's that you have to accept that that if you do want something from a more expensive shop, then for a few weeks you're going to put a bit each week away. And eventually you'll have enough to get that nice item you want. Yeah. Because you've saved up for that computer game or that CD or that pair of trainers, there's a bigger sense of appreciation when you've had to work yeah. for it. And I don't mean work as in go out and work for it, but you've just had to take you've time to put in. Yeah, you've had to put effort in. You've maybe sacrificed um, a weekly visit to the chippies. You know, you've maybe you know, sacrificed a, a coffee or, um, I don't know if you can sacrifice chocolate milk. Definitely not. It's only 85p. It doesn't need to go. <laughs> it's going to be a sad world when that has to go. It's never going to happen. No. If, it, if, if someone ever tries to take away chocolate milk, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to move to Mars and grow my own. <laughs> I'm going to make chocolate milk plants somehow. But it's my it's friends true. actually. My friends actually right. You know, I'm working with my friend on a song about you know stuff being grown on on this part of Mars, and I'm going to see if we can we can make a chocolate milk tree. And so oh. I'm going to wrap about a chocolate milk tree on Mars. Well, there's so many like we're all about recycling at the minute. So can we like get you some recycled for, um, stuff up there to? Can we grow it from like recycled? chocolate milk containers that would probably be quite quite disgusting also during coronavirus times is would it work or would we all just get ill would i probably still drink the chocolate milk yes definitely but like <laughs> questionable <laughs> but it's nice to think about you know what what something would be like somewhere else and if you can get that you know, that enjoyment out of the collaboration and the create the song out of it. And that's that's great. Sure. Wait, sorry, I just had the realisation that cocaine and, and chocolate grow on the same plant and, and that, that, that that could that could that could make an interesting twist. Here you got sneak sneak preview of what's to come on the, 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 the space EP. Yeah, it is, because you're going to have to be really, really careful when you're um, harvesting these plants up, up in Mars. Yeah, got to have, have, have the right harvesting gear. Yeah. Because, you know, one hand for the chocolate. Oh, 
Also, just just for anyone who's maybe watching this later, the person I'm talking about, his name's Glez Gadelic. Um, he's really, really cool, and folks should check out his music. You should do that too, June, because he's also a nice guy. He has, oh, he has this song called Toxic Masculinity that's really, really catchy that everyone needs to check out. Well, what we'll do is when we put it up, you, you can shove some little links in the comments. Yes. When it goes on. Um, and this will go on Spotify and Apple. So if they've got like a Spotify, a Spotify, a Spotify, a link, <laughs> you can just shove the link in as well. Okay, cool. And just spread the love I'll for music. Totally. Which it should. Oh. I've got to admit, I'm not, not really very au fait with rap and things, but because you've mentioned, I will go and listen. But I, I, I mean, I'm saying that but I really enjoyed your performance when I saw it last. See, uh, that, this is the thing. People people confuse rap for like hip hop and grime and stuff. Rap is a technique, you know, and it's just, yeah. it, it's, to it's me, another it of genres. Yeah, to me, what you did was, you did spoken word with a rhythm to a tempo. And, yeah. And it just, it, it helped the delivery of the words. And the words have more power. It's kind of interesting that you say that, actually, because everyone always says that, you know, they, not that they prefer my spoken word to my rap, but my spoken word's, like, really different. And um, I've not actually really, I've not, not really seen anyone else do, like, the, the, the spoken word slash rap thing in the same sort of way. It'd be pretty cool to find someone to collaborate with. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that's it. It's, it's finding that. It must be hard, because I think you did... One of your your pieces that you normally rap, you did it as spoken word when we. Yeah, I remember that one actually. Having to think to keep it as spoken word. Wait, sorry, what did you say? Is is it is it hard to keep it as spoken word when you would also rap it? It it can be. I think um like the 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 big differences between spoken word is is you know rap and and rap is that 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 rap's quite sort of harsh and quite aggressive and spoken word is quite it's meant to be quite quite emotive and there's meant to be lots of long pauses and you know like even in like your your cadence and the way that you 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 deliver a line like it it, it can be there there can there can almost be too much crossover sometime and it and it can get a bit muddy and sometimes I'm just standing there rapping like really really fast with no beat and it's just like oh dear but um I find it really hard to slow down and I think that's a thing that a lot of rappers could relate to is and and, and spoken word is quite good for that I once had a guy tell me that you know rap doesn't necessarily have to be fast but everybody raps it fast so doing the spoken word is actually quite a good way to try and like even even help me s- slow down when I'm rapping because it, it it you know the people who do things good are the people that do things differently and and the folk that really sort of understand the way things work so if I can if I can you know take the spoken word and take the rap and you know help them converge and make something new then then that's that, that, that that's kind of what I'm aiming for yeah because I like to be able to hear the word and pick out the meanings of the words as I'm listening to it and I can't always do that with a lot of rap I've got inverted yeah, I, uh, I agree active. actually every time I watch or I, I, I really get into any rap song 
Like, if it's Scottish rap, I will, like, close my eyes and, and, and really try and think of the lyrics. But other than that, like, I, like I'll only watch lyric videos. Like, the amount of songs where I've never, ever seen the official music video because I just need to know, like, what every single word is and, and you mm-hmm. know, what the actual context of what they're saying means. Like, wor- words are just so important. Oh, yeah. And I think it's, it's that delivery of the words can change a sentence so much. So I used to say to my my kids, it's not what you've said to me, it's the way you've said it. And it's the way with English language and that, that you can put the emphasis on a different word and it totally changes the meaning in a sentence. It's kind of crazy how that works though. Like, how how do we all just pick up on that? And how how do we like sarcasm, for example? Oh, how how do we all just know sarcasm? How does sarcasm even work? Well, that's it. I mean, you take the sentence "I love you," you go "I love you," and then you go "I love you," and straight away you go "Ah, oh, right." You just you just all you've done is change one word. Maybe it's maybe it's it's facial expressions and things too. There's a bit more, there's so much more to language than just the words that come out your mouth. Oh, massively, massively. It's everything about what, um, you know, the meaning behind the words, the words, literally the audio string them in because you put the order, change the order of the words and they've gone. Wait, what do you mean? If you, sometimes if you, if you just take a sentence and you just change a position of two words, even just by accident, the whole meaning of that, what you in, of your intention, changes. So it's it's got to be so careful. It's quite funny with like autocorrect and stuff. How like if you just miss one letter, it can change the meaning of the entire text. You're just yeah. sitting there like that's not what I meant. I swear. I sometimes use autocorrect because I've got. I always misspell certain words. So I know that if I just put in what I think it is, I can usually get it to come up with what I wanted. Um, as long as it doesn't try and assume that I want the American spelling of it. Yeah, that um, was a bad one. But I hate it when I, I put a word in and it, it doesn't even know the word I want. I've spelt it so bad. Um, I text my friends on a lot of Scottish slang, so I had to turn off autocorrect because it just, m- my phone can't understand me. But I'm like, you know, I'll be like, rather than like, hello, how are you? I will actually text like, all right, mate, what you been up to? You know, like, I, I don't, I, my, my phone doesn't even know what the word what is because everything's like, what? <laughs> yeah, the dictation stuff's hilarious because especially if you've got like a really, you know, um, strong accent. It takes a long time for it to actually learn your accent. Yeah, but you know, in Scotland, nobody's going to make the effort to learn your accent because because it just for like rap and things. There are so many artists in Scotland that would be famous if they didn't have a Scottish accent because like most most folk will hear that and it's just so harsh that like <laughs> they're just like I, I just can't tolerate it. <laughs> You're just like no. That's awful that some people just can't see beyond an accent. Um, most people sort of, I would say, are quite... The reason people sort of can't see beyond an accent is because you can pin it off on like like other things. You know, it's, it's one of those things you can sort of 
subliminally be prejudiced about and, it, and it's not a thing that's like, it's not like racism you know where, where it's quite shocking you can still sort of get away with being like oh i don't like the sound of your voice so i just don't like you as a person and i'm not gonna lie i'm, I'm probably guilty of it as well at some times like i never really get angry at people but if I, if I meet someone with a really really irritating voice i'm just like i just can't even tolerate you and i wonder if that's how english people feel listening to scottish rap <laughs> Well, we'll have to find out because when people start listening to, you know, the ones that you like, you never know. Oh, hopefully. I'm going to make a playlist and just make everyone. I'm going to just travel the country being like, listen to Scottish rap music here. Have, have, have a CD. Well, maybe we need a, a playlist of rap from around the UK. That's not a bad idea. Oh, mm. Can you even do from like different bits in Scotland? Because there's this guy Ransom FA and you know this guy Shogun and they're they're both Scottish, but they sound so different. And and you know those guys both individually sound so different to everyone. It's it's like there's a new sound every every couple of years, and and people people's flows change, and a few other people will follow suit, and then it'll all change again. So you've got these little cliques of folk that sound similar, but it's like little clusters, and there's lots of little clusters. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Well, astronaut, it's been absolutely brilliant having a chat with you, and I can't wait for this playlist and um, the, the rap you're going to do or a piece of spoken word on adulting. What is? <laughs> yeah. What is? Because I think when you're little, you think adults are really old. Yeah, actually, you know, I do this thing where where I, I like. So I remember being in S one, and I really, really wanted to be a six year. And I was like, it's fine, I'll get there one day. And almost every single week of high school, I just thought about being a six-year. Then I got to six-year and I was like, I want to be an adult now. But so, so you know, I'm like, like, like tallying up my adult points, seeing how far I can get. And I've only just now come to the conclusion that nobody is really an adult fully. Uh, no. No. But we should have, well, we should have upon ourselves when we're young, but it's not up to much. <laughs> Yeah. People just expect so much of you. I know. So does your house. I have, like, I have I have a mattress on my floor just full of clothes that I've still not put away for about a week. And honestly, that's what adulthood really is. Stop lying to yourself, guys. Yeah. It's, it's the realisation that you've now got to change the toilet roll in the... yourself. <laughs> And you've got to make that. sure you've also got toilet roll in. Doing the dishes every night. Kids complain about doing the dishes once a week as a chore. Wait till you grow up, man. You're <laughs> going to be doing dishes like three times a day, every day, until you die. Have fun. Enjoy only doing them once a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's these things they don't tell you about. And that your bed doesn't change just automatically. Things actually, you have to know these things. You have to plan. Well, sign up for this, man. Where's the, where's yeah, the terms and agreement? I want to I go over it. Yeah, and if you want to make a certain meal, you've got to make sure you've got all the ingredients in so that you've been shopping for the ingredients and you've got the money for the ingredients. And you just, hang on, I only wanted some beans on toast. That's... We are going to have to go soon because I've just had the most genius idea I've had all year. So obviously Dom wants me to do some rap things at the, the, the Curious Monkey thing. And I think 
all the sort of adulthood things that nobody told me about would be a really, really good song because being in care, you know, like you, you learn about adulthood from from a plethora of different people, and nobody sort of goes, "This is it. This is what you do. This is this now is you're you doing it. This is what's really important. Yeah. Now I'm doing it. I should write a song about it and then perform it at this thing." So that everyone else can know that they're not the only person that doesn't have a freaking clue how to adult. And that, and that the toilet doesn't clean itself. Yeah. And if there's a spider in the bath, you've got to get rid of it. Just that you're those little... I'm actually okay. Yeah. Oh, you're macho. Is that what a I man does? See? <laughs> man. See, you, you're stereotyping yourself. This isn't right. Nah, I mean, I, 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 I think being being trans every single trans man goes from from goes from one side to completely the other and then you've got to like pull yourself back a bit so you know i, I go from being like hi i'm a female my name's sandy to or my name's shade and, and you know my, my voice is really deep now and i'm gonna draw on a mustache and you know even my, even my views about women changed for a bit and i was actually like becoming you know i was doing that thing where like men talk over women and i used to be a woman and my pals were having to be like what are you doing man like you're turning into a douchebag <laughs> oh no you're just trying to find your own place yeah you work it out though you, you need to have you need to have good good friends to every, every trans man needs a good group of pals to pull them back from the brink of toxic masculinity definitely well i'm gonna to say to Ron, i'm gonna let you go off and write this um song about adulting thanks for the inspiration june oh being an adult yeah i think it's great yeah. right so you oh. take care then you right. too have a good day right ta-da <laughs>